0: Not in love I've had too much stress to Breaking news. You are currently tuned into Whatever Works with Jamie Marino. Yeah! Woo! I don't I don't wanna actually do this today. I don't feel it. I'm ugh, I've been in a funk. I've been in a funk. I'll tell you that much for sure, dude. Like but that that's why it's a it's a commitment, dude. And I told myself every every Thursday, no matter what, rain or shine, and let me tell you, June gloom June gloom, rain is a little more probable than shine as of right now. But rain or shine, I, I'm going to record one of these bad boys. I'm going to get into it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push myself past these limits. Because, dude, I love making excuses. What's your favorite hobby? Mine is making up excuses. Mine is procrastinating. I, I was talking to my friends, and I was telling them, I think, like, I'm fairly certain addictive uh the addiction gene is is in me. I got that addiction gene for sure. My dad's an alcoholic. His whole family side's full of alcoholics, uh but then again they're also from the ranch, you know, so I don't know if that's genetic or if it's just like, you know, how they grew up because everybody at the ranch would drink a lot because it's the ranch and that's what you do at the ranch, you know? There's not much else to do. You ride horses, you, you you do your little lasso tricks on bulls. Um, there's chickens. There's chickens around at the ranch, you know. And uh, and once in a while they have a big party, a big soiree with mariachi bands just playing it up in the background, you know. And, and then you just go in there and you're too shy to hit on any girls. But you know what? You're not too shy for some Mexican burgers. Some Mexican burgers and hot dogs and tacos that they make in uh, in those little carts, like a like a like a lotero, you know? No, no, no. Loteros they they kind of use more of a like a shopping cart gimmick. I, I mean, more like the ice cream man, you know that shit that the ice cream man has. Except the at the ranch, the the rancheros have that cart, but it's like rigged with a with with a frickin', um with a grill. So you can make yourself some boigas and some hot dogs, you know? But in Mexico, so they're Spanish. They taste, they taste different. They taste weird. The burgers, the patties, I don't know how they make them, but they don't taste like American patties. All the patties just taste kind of, I, I don't even know how to describe them, dude. It's like it's not a char-broiled burger, you know, like how you'll go to a char burger place that's not like a big name brand, but you could see the grill in the back and the flames are coming up over the grill, and like you taste it and it's got a distinct taste, and they always have those fat steak fries instead of those skinny weeny uh mainstreamy fries that the mainstream restaurants have. Like that, that that's that's a completely different taste from like a a general burger place, right? It it tastes different from Carl's Burger, In-N-Out. They all taste different. But like the Charbroil restaurant places, all their burgers taste the same. But these Mexican burgers don't taste anything like that. You know, they taste weird. They taste weird. Of course, I can't can't exactly explain it too well because it was in my childhood. But what was I going on about? I was mentioning that alcoholism or addiction in general does run in my family, you know? And I, I think I, I'm predisposed to that, the addiction gene. Because, like, I, it's either that or it's a coping mechanism. It's both. I would say it's both. I would say it's because I'm in this state of cope that that it makes giving into the addiction that much easier. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, I, I have that addiction gene. But not towards alcohol like my, my dad and his family. Nah, like, I... I I don't much care for the alcohol, because that shit gives you hangovers. I don't care for hangovers, you know? I, I don't like it. I'm a, I'm a little bitch when it comes to hangovers. Like, the moment that I get a mild hangover, I, my day's done, dude. My day's done. I barely have to feel nauseous. I barely have to have a headache for me to be like, uh, I'm calling out of work. I'm done. I'm, I'm not going to work. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm bedridden. I'm stuck here. I can't. I'm immobile. I can't move. I'm I'm hungover. You know? So I don't do alcohol because of that. And don't get me wrong like I I I I enjoy getting drunk. I like getting buzzed. I like getting buzzed. I like getting drunk, but I don't like the decisions that I make when I'm drunk, you know? I make such bad poor decisions cuz like when I get drunk, I get all bold and shit, you know? Like, my, my conscious is gone out the window once I'm drunk, dude. When I'm drunk, I just give in to my base instincts, dude. That's when I hit up all the honeys that I've hit up before, all the honeys that I, I don't necessarily want to restart a relationship with, you know? The easy, the dramatic, you know? I do it. I do it. And, and who? Fortunately enough for me, like it, it barely, like it, it rarely ever happens. Like they take too long to respond, and before you know it, I'm asleep. I will have jacked off at that point and I will have fallen asleep. I will have uh, let go of these urges I quite literally. I let them spout out of me like a fountain, like a powerful fountain. It's l- those drunk jizzes, dude. Those uninhibited drunk jizzes that are so powerful, dude. You know? I'm gonna tear a, a hole through my socks. You know, I, I'm pretty sure that's how I have all the holes in my socks. It's due to those powerful drunk jizzes. It's like the the, the alcohol strengthens the power of the jizz. It, it makes it shoot out so much stronger. I don't know. I'm an uninhibited, you know? I'm uninhibited, so I don't. I don't feel bad about jacking off, I guess, and I give into it. <laughs> I just give into it, you know. I make bad decisions when I drink. I, uh, uh, I, like I said, I contact honeys. Um, I say stuff that maybe I shouldn't say. Everybody does, you know. Everyone does. I've cr- I cry a lot. Like my most painful of tears have been under the influence of alcohol. like All my walls are shedded. All my walls are shedded, and, and I drop it all. I drop it all. I'm freaking, I'm drunk. I don't care. La pasión, comes out of me, you know? I've had many of a strong cry under the persuasion of alcohol. A lot of the times, it's been like eh, during New Year's, you know? I remember this one New Year's. Like, I don't hang out with my family too much. I'm not much of a family guy. You can't play that theme song to me, dude. Okay, he's a family guy. He's me now, can do all the things I make Love and cry. Like, I, that that song doesn't uh, does pertain to me. I, I kind of I, I stay solo, you know? And I... I talk to those that are directly in front of me, my mom and my brother who I live with, because I live with them. If I didn't, I don't know if I would. You know, I am I, I I'm just a solo kind of guy. I'm a solo kind of guy that wants to hang out with other people. It's kind of like I'm a walking paradox. Definitely a walking paradox. Uh I'll want to be around other people, but my anxiety and my introversion will highly act up because I like worry about. Other people's perception of me, like over—that's something I'm working on, dude. You know, getting over caring about what anybody has to think or say. You know, that's why I'm doing this comedy stuff in general. It's like me—that's hey, my life goal—is to get over that shit and see just what am I capable of. You know, yeah, I'm not—not not too close to my family. I live with my mom and my brother. I talk to them. I, my dad lives not with me as another family. I go visit like once in a while. But I'm busy, dude. You know, I, I like, I barely make time for friends. I, I that, that statement is completely backwards. You know, it should be like, I barely make time for my family. It should, I, uh, so, yeah, you know, I can't make time for friends. But nah, for me, it's more like, I barely make time for friends. So what makes you think I'm going to have time for my family? <laughs> I'm out here trying to get it, dude. Yeah, So like, I barely see my family. So I go visit my uh, my aunt's side of the family. I used to hang out with them a lot when I was a kid. That was my, my go-to spot. I was always hanging out with Thea and my cousins, you know? Go visit La... My tía and my primos. That was my every day. That was my every Sunday. So we were close. But then I grew up and I started living life on my own. And I just, I, I kind of just, uh, I don't prioritize it. You know, I'm, I prioritize myself. And it might be selfish of me. I know, I'm aware. It might be selfish, but I prioritize myself. And uh, I don't. So I don't see them very often. But I went to visit them during this, uh, you know, this New Year's Eve. And, and I have a hard time, you know, connecting with people. I, I barely know <laughs> anyone at the party because uh, they're related to my relatives. So, like, there's no, like, direct connection. So I, I don't have anybody to talk to there. And my cousins, they have their own family now. They have their own kids and shit. So I, I, they were, like, my number one friends. But now they have their own thing going on, and I have my own thing going on, too. So, like, we talk, but they're kind of busy taking care of their kids, right? And then there's aunts and uncles and stuff like that. And I talk to them, but but it's, like, generational gap. I don't know, interest gap. There's too, too much of a gap there for me to, like, I, I make a lot of excuses, you know? Like, I could just get to know them and whatnot, but I'm, like, oh, dude, too different. Too different. You're an adult. I'm a child. Let's go back to that. Ta- adults talk amongst adults. Children talk amongst children. You know, it's that generational gap. Then I talk to them. But you know, I, I I don't feel like myself. I don't feel like I, I have this inner, like uh, inhibition. Just being like, yo, I I can't. I don't know if I could show my wacky self. Cause uh, your family, and you might criticize me for it, and yeah, me. And that's something that I've learned to overcome. The older I get, the older we get, the less we start putting the care into what what your family thinks about your actions. Cause like the, and people in general in life. That's why I said it's my ah, uh, that's my, my life purpose. Fucking getting over that shit, you know. Why? Because, like, a lot of times you hold yourself back from doing the things that you want to, like, you really want to in life because you're like, oh, what would my family think about me? Because, like, you have that instinctual shit, right? Like that that, uh, group mentality shit. Like you have to be accepted amongst the group from back in the caveman days, you know? Protection amongst numbers, whatever, you know? With your clan, your... Your, uh, yeah, fucking your group, your posse, whatever it is, you know, you can't stand out too much and get, get like kicked out of the group because then, like, you're out there alone, you're not safe, right? So that's like that. That's just general inhibition. Is this bullshit that we're still believing, but, but like, you can't really be holding yourself back based on what everybody else thinks about you because then you're just living your life based on what everybody else <laughs> thinks about you. That's a, it's not your life, that's their life. That's, that's them controlling your life. That's their, you're being their avatar. They're living their life through you, you know? So I've learned to get over that. Like now in my family, I'll just be like, I don't give a fuck. I, I'll be my normal, rude self. I don't give a fuck. Bullshit. <laughs> and the funny thing about it is, uh, quite frankly, they, they like it better. It's my, my real me, you know? Well, I mean, not everybody likes it. <laughs> but the people that do, they accept it fully. And they're like, yeah, this, this fucking alpha guy right here. It's alpha boy. Young alpha. Oh, well, they accept it. But at that time, I wasn't that comfortable with myself. So, I did what everybody else did, which is uh, drink the drink, the social lubricant to make things glide a little easier, make things glide a little easier, and smooth the transition into the conversations, you know? Put that social lubricant on, made it easier. Now, like, took a lot because they're fucking drinking Budweisers and Bud Lights and it's it called Coronas and all this weak shit. You know, the ge- Tecates, you know, just the generic Mexican beers, the weak shit. I drink IPAs, bro. And it's not because I'm a hipster. It's because my friends are. <laughs> my friends, they they really like IPAs. And honestly, uh, I've grown to like those beers better than all the other ones, like the loggers and stuff. I'm like, oh, this tastes like, tastes like weird tasting water. Whereas IPAs, I'm like, yeah, that's definitely beer. You know, I'm no beer connoisseur though. By the way, I am no beer connoisseur, so don't like, don't get on me because of that. You know, if you like other drinks, but honestly, I like IPAs. I go with the IPA, the double IPA, the bitterness. The, the I know this is beer. You know, I don't eat when I drink. I don't combine the two. I drink, I get drunk, my appetite goes up, the food tastes better, and I eat it by itself. I don't, I don't chase it with a beer. It ruins the taste of the food, okay? I know what I'm getting into with an IPA. I know it doesn't taste good to me, but, but it, I'm used to the taste, and it gets the job done quick. You know? So I do the IPAs. But at this Mexican... New Year's Eve party, I do the Coronas and the Takatis and the Bud Lights, the weak shit. So I drink a lot more than I normally would to reach my optimum level of buzz. And then, like at that level of buzz, you start to have fun. Like all of a sudden, I'm connecting with these people over nothing, over nothing. There's no substance in these conversations. It's just drunk talk. You know, drunk talk. Hey, kebasa, well, yeah, and just like you hype each other up without saying anything, without even having a conversation. You're just like, yeah, well, ja, oh, right. So that's what I do, and I'm I'm enjoying myself. I'm having a lot more fun. Fun now I'm becoming uninhibited my real personality starts to come out and I start having some fun start having fun you know so I drink more I have to keep the vibes going I have to keep the vibes going baby you know I have to keep the ball rolling so I drink more and more and more and more, till I'm good and drunk, bro. Till I'm suspect suspectable of my driving abilities. Until I'm good and, oh my lord, I'm—I'm I'm making bad phone calls. I'm making bad phone calls. I'm making. I'm calling the wrong people. I'm texting the wrong people. But of course, again, they don't respond in time, so all's good. For sober Jamie. For consequences meaning Jamie, you know, I have a great time. But there's still this, oh, this ball in me, this little ball in me of a pain of, hey, you still don't fit in. Hey, you never hang out with these people. You're just going to go be by yourself. Hey, buddy, you um, you all right? And I go home, drive home. Probably shouldn't have, but I do. It's time. I've spent enough time there. I want to go home. You know, I, I put in, I put in the, the normal, like the acceptable amount of time in to social interactions. And it's not because I don't want to be there. I mean, that's part of it. I Do I feel forced to go? Cause it's family and stuff. Yeah, a little, a little. Would I rather I'm not gone? Yeah, a little. But that's not why I leave. You know, I enjoy that. That's just my general perception of a lot of social situations. You know, I leave. Um, or I, I. That's not why I don't want to go. I go cause. I don't want to go because, like, I have my social anxiety and I to feel all that shit, right? But, but anyways, I go home. I drive home. I, uh, I'm driving and then just this the, that ball of pain just comes up and I'm just like, oh, no, I'm all alone. <laughs> and I start bawling, dude. I just freaking start bawling. I gotta let it all out—all my childhood pains and loneliness and all the daddy, why? <laughs> Why'd you leave? You know all that bullshit. Just like, just boils up, and I have to pull over. I have to pull over. And you know, you get that level of drunk where you force yourself to—I mean, that level of of crying where you force yourself to cry even more because you're like, I need to get all of this shit out. All of it. I need to get it all out. And I force it out. And after a certain point, it's no longer an authentic cry now. It's just a forced cry, you know. But I don't feel better afterwards or whatever. And I go home, and I'm like, oh, I'm good. But that's why I don't like to drink. That's why I don't like to drink, you know. So, so... Alcohol is not my addictive vice. Nah, dude. I'm more, I'm a little more, uh, a little more different when it comes to my addictions. Like, I, like, I, I, when it comes to smoking, yeah, yeah, that definitely, I would say, I, I get hooked on that shit. I get hooked on phonics when it comes to smoking. I, uh, cause it's an instant gratification, you know? whether it be weed or cigarettes, both of them are instant gratification. Smoke the weed, you get high. You smoke the cigarettes, you get a different kind of high. It's different. It's more of a, a head high, you know? And the moment that anything isn't going my way or I just don't feel like I'm in the right mood, that, that's my turn. Like, that's where I, I run over to the smokes. To the food. Food is my other addiction. Oh, fuck. Food, dude. I won't even be hungry. But I'll be craving something. Something unhealthy, you know? I'll be craving uh, some Ben and Jerry's strawberry cheesecake ice cream, a full pint. A little bit of that. Favorite Taco Bell, dude? What do, what do you guys have to offer this time with your boxes? Aw oh, shit. What right now they have nacho box? They have a nacho box, dude? Oh hell yeah, brother. I mean get in on that nacho box. Oh, oh, this tastes terrible actually. So this is this is not a go, Taco Bell. I'm sorry. This was not good. You fucked up. You fucked it up. Honestly, I What's wrong with your guac, dude? Tastes gross. It looks like looks like and tastes like paste. That shit's not fresh. I know that for sure. And I've had your regular nachos. They used to be my favorite, dude. They used to be my favorite. So you can't tell me you don't have the key ingredients to make a great nacho box. What's wrong, Taco Bell? Come on, dude. Get it together. Fix the nacho box, but thank God, thank God there's still the chalupa's craving box available. As well as the the, the, the nacho taco whatever. Those two are pretty decent. I like those. I don't like the I don't like the cinnamon twists though. I could do without that shit. It doesn't taste good. It's just excess. It's excess it's it's excess uh it's excess treats. You just eat it because after you're done eating, you're kind of full, but not really. And you're like, oh, this ought to do it. And then you eat it. And you're like, oh, this doesn't go with the rest. This doesn't taste good. Nah, come on, man. You know what you should get? You should get those ice cream tacos. Those are pretty good. I could get behind that shit. Way over the cinnamon twists. I feel like you just put those in the box because you have to get rid of it somehow. Nobody's going to go out of their way to order Cinnamon Twists, dude. Cinnamon Twists? Nah. Shit's not happening. Sorry. But my number one. My number one addiction and I just recently kind of came to this, con- like, really came to the conclusion that it's an addiction for me. It's gonna be TV, dude. TV. Watching TV. It's what I always did as a kid, you know? I'm addicted to it. Like, the level of addiction is strong. Like, you know, it's an addiction when it, like, fucks with the rest of your life. And it does. And it does. I don't watch TV, but like I stream stuff on my TV off my computer. So I guess you could divert this to just entertainment in general. Yeah, let's say entertainment in general. Because it's going to be TV shows that you watch off of streaming on Netflix or whatever platform you have. YouTube videos, uh, Facebook, Instagram, all those digital platforms. Those are my addiction right there. The main one, dude. The main one. And I know it is. I know it is because like, I'll be watching nothing. Nothing. Like absolute garbage TV show. I'll be watching absolute garbage something on YouTube or an anime or something. Something that honestly is not worth watching. And either... Somebody will interrupt me in the middle of watching it, and I'll get mad. I'll get mad that they're pulling me away from my vice. Like, you're interrupting the show. It wasn't interesting at all. It wasn't going anywhere. But I was glued. And now you're taking me away from it. Like, I'll literally get mad. I'll get so freaking angry, dude. And I'll catch myself afterwards. I'll be like, damn, that was like... Like, if somebody talked to me like that, I will, I'll fucking get in their face, but hey, no, you don't talk, to, hey, hey, the fuck you think you're talking to, bitch? Who the fuck do you think you're talking to right now? Do you know, do, yo, no, all right? I know jiu-jitsu, bro, okay? Sure, sure I'm a white belt, okay, sure I'm a white belt, and I can only tap out noobs, sure, sure, okay? But I could kick your fucking ass for sure, so you, who the fuck, don't you ever talk to me like that again, all right? Don't you disrespect me, dude. You never talk to me like that again, okay? Like, if I spoke to anyone that the way that I do, when somebody interrupts, like if anybody spoke to me the way that I speak to people when they interrupt me from my vices, nah, dude, ain't having it. But but people don't call my attention. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like if they did, I'd double down, you know? Like if I'd be like, yo, don't fuck. what do you, why? Why? What do you want? And then they retort the way I would retort to being talked to like that being be like, Hey, 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 am I interrupting something? Can you not pause this right now? Huh? Don't talk to me like that, all right? Don't freaking talk to me like that. Go ahead and pause that, okay? It's not going anywhere. Pause the show, okay? And help me out with this, all right? And don't talk to me like that again. Understand? And then I would retort. No, no, no. See, here's where you're wrong, okay? See, this is me time right now, all right? I work hard. I work real hard at work. P.S., not that hard. I work, but, <laughs> but, but because I'm on a roll right here, I got to amp up my level of value, you know? My stakes, I got to amp them up. Because, like, you challenged me, right? So I have to back it up with some more bullshit, you know? Okay? So don't you... So, don't interrupt me, all right? Don't fucking interrupt me in my show. I don't know. Anyways, that, that's my worst advice for sure. And, and I know it is because, like, just, like, like I won't want to do anything else when I can do that, right? I'll get upset at people for pulling me away from it, like I mentioned, and then when I'm not doing it, like I'll just like, like let me put it this way, okay? Uh, the other day I, I came home, and 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 I had been on a good TV binge, right? So I'm ready to jump on the TV, and I tell myself, "Oh no, you know what? We should go work out." And instantly, instantly, I get this like. Anxiety belly, like, you mean you don't want to watch TV? Ugh. And I, I get that that FOMO feel, the fear of missing out. I get that FOMO, I'm missing out on watching some quality shit, quote unquote quality shit on on the computer. Like, uh, I'll be like, whoa, I'm really missing out on something right now. If I do that, I'm sacrificing this. And again, it's like, this shit's not going anywhere, dude. I'm going to be doing the same shit I was doing earlier. But the addiction is so strong, I just, like, I can't let it go, you know? So I recently came to that conclusion. Like, I'm really addicted to TV. Just, like, really addicted to entertainment, you know? I wake up, instantly go on it. I got to cut myself out. And I do. You know, I do. I do cut myself off from it from time to time. But the thing is, I don't stay cut off from it. Like, I think I have to, like, like I could control it. I could control it sometimes. But but if I go off, the, like, on on days off, when I tell myself, oh, you know what? Today, I'm just going to be lazy. And I just binge TV all day. And it's, like, well-deserved. Like, let's say, like, all week long. I have been killing it at the mics. I recorded podcasts. I recorded Instagram stories at work. I did a great job being a leader, being inspirational and all that shit. Like, I've been uh, on a roll, just killing it in life, you know? I do that, and I deserve this, like, just vacation day. Just, uh, I'm going to staycate it. Just going to watch TV. Woo! just gonna watch tv dude but i and i binge it like that like that one day is enough for me to just be like whoop, okay there you go i'm hooked again because the next day i'll want to jump into it again and, and i'll keep it going and then three days happen and four and then before you know it it becomes like it, it, it's become like, I see it as normal. I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's what I do. I just watch TV. All right. And then all that productivity that I was doing prior to, it's gone. It's gone out the window. I can't do it anymore. I'm done. I'm done, dude. And then, and then I get depressed and shit like that. But, but, but I find it so impossible to f- even believe that I could get away from the TV because it becomes that strong. And I'm telling you guys, it's an addiction. Like, I, I feel like I can't do anything else. Like I feel so off put the moment I try to do anything else, you know. Like today, I, didn't, I, I, last couple of days, that's what I was doing it was just watching TV. And that was after I recorded that last podcast talking about how like I started doing the whole morning routine. The morning routine, dude. Like that, that got me away from watching on that TV, and I was feeling bomb as fuck. You know, I was killing it every single day. You know, I felt on top of the world. And I felt I deserved a day off. That's what happened. I watched TV all day. And then before you knew it, back into the hump. And now I'm back at that state of mind where like, all I want to do is go back and watch TV. Like, all I want to do is just like glue myself on the TV, and I don't feel like doing any more work. And I'm like, oh, I got to start up the morning routine again. And it feels impossible that I'll be able to uh, switch those gears again, even though I've done it before. And the last time I did it, I had the same exact feeling. I felt that I wouldn't be able to change the switch, you know, swip, switch the change, the, but I did. And it's the same thing right now. I, like, I don't, I don't want to be here. I don't want to record. And, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Get away from your bias. Stop, stop watching so much TV, dude. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> so, I am. And I, and I got to restart the morning routine tomorrow, you know? And I hope to. And I will. I will. I will. I won't hope to. I will. Fucking. Just to wait, guys be back at it again with like those high positive vibes next week for sure dude for i believe it i believe it like today i managed to meditate prior to coming in see here's the thing like when when i when i get stuck in those zones where i just don't want to do anything like like i convince myself of it being true you know and like I know that I have to meditate, but like I'll be like, no, I'll just watch one more video. No, I'll just and then before you know it, it's pretty late, and I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna go to sleep. I'll do it tomorrow. Keep putting it off. The one thing that I know is gonna keep me away from it. You're like, how's that gonna help you, Jamie? Why? Because like the like I mentioned, those sensations come up, right? Those like that urge to have to be on the TV, this fear of missing out on something, the anxiety of being away from it, the the depression that, I miss, that, that I'm missing something. All that shit. All those emotions. They, I have to let them run their course, you know? And I have to sit down and close my eyes and just stay there and ride out the storm. It's like withdrawal symptoms for other drugs, right? Like these withdrawals, except they come in, in, the, in the sensation of like mild stomach pains from anxiety belly. That's what I call it, where my belly like constricts because I'm like super anxious or whatever, and, and emotions, negative emotions. So I have to let that shit ride itself out. Be like, oh no, no, I'm not gonna watch TV. Nope, sorry, not gonna do it. <sighs> staying here, staying here. And eventually it passes, and my my mind shifts. It changes. This might just be me. I don't know if it's just me or everyone. But whenever whenever I alter perceptions, you know, beliefs or emotions, you know, like I I ride out the limiting belief that holds me there and I, I've overcome it and I see a different paradigm of life. Whenever I do that, like I actually feel like my brain moving <laughs> Is that just me? Can everybody feel their brain moving whenever whenever you're uh you're changing states consciously, you know? Not just by chance. See, that's uh I, I don't know if everybody else does like conscious emotional changing. You now where you're like you force yourself to be, go back into whatever mood that you want. And then I feel the it feels like bubbles in my brain like they go from the bottom, and they move upward, like, and, like, I feel it, like, go past my eyes, and then all of a sudden, like, above my forehead and all the way to the top, and then, then my thought patterns change. Now I'm just like, oh, yeah, I could think clearly now. It's super weird. And it only started happening after I think after i started doing acid and shit like that or at least that's when i started noticing it you know the weird actual physical sensation on my brain of me altering states and thought patterns and shit like when i when i want to change a perception like a thought a belief you know like let's say I'm all anxious or something, and I'm getting down on myself, like oh I could never do it, I could never do it, I could never do it, right? And I'm replaying those words in my head, and my heart is following that same direction, you know that my brain and heart connection, that coherence, you know, my brain is feeding my heart with with thoughts, and my feel my thought my uh, fucking my heart is feeding my brain with feelings, that shit. And I, and I want to stop it, right? I like pull attention away from the whole subject matter. Right. And I clear my mind and I start altering my my thoughts to positive thoughts. Like, no, hey, hey you can do it. You can do it. And I literally feel my brain start to move. Just like voop, voop, voop. And then like what I do is I visualize like the the neurons that usually connect former thought. I feel like I visualize them disconnecting as I'm trying to not think about that limiting belief, the anxiety. No. Yeah. (laughs) Just weird shit. It's weird shit. All right, guys. Well, that is going to be this week's check in. I got I got like I got some advice from Kenny mentioning that maybe I should make my, my podcast a little shorter because uh, uh, it's called Since I'm Fairly New at it and shit like that and I'm trying to get better at it and my, um, my retention rate is probably not as high in listeners, right? Because I'm new that maybe I should make the podcast a little shorter. And I was like, yeah, you're right, dude, you're right. So I'm going to keep these a little shorter. Uh, I still managed to do 40 minutes. Like, the, the, the tangents that I take when I start talking, sometimes I worry I'm going to lose where I was going in, in this conversation, you know? Like, how I was starting to talk about, like, in the beginning, you know? The whole, the whole thing was about addiction. But then I somehow linked it to my father and his alcoholism. And then I linked that to the ranch and the lifestyle of drinking beer there. And then I linked that to the types of food and shit like that. Like that is such a long segue. And, and I had to keep like tabs in my head. Be like, okay, remember, remember what this conversation was initially about. You had this bad habit of starting like a topic and not finishing it. And you know? I also finished the topic, and I sandwiched it like a fucking professional, dude. I sandwiched that topic like a fucking professional. Each segue that I linked in the end, I would finish the 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 last one, and then the one before that, and then the one before that until I got to the original one, and I finished that set. God damn, I'm such a professional. Look at that, dude. I kept tabs of every single small topic, and I closed it none of those topics stayed open they all closed i'm a closer dude i closed all those topics like a bouse. like a bouse, you know hm. excellent all right guys uh watch i did forget to close one out i for some reason i feel like i forgot to close out the whole uh, making this podcast shorter but you guys get it you know I mean, it's still kind of long, but I to keep it shorter to be you know ensure that people mm, listen to it all the way. You know? The shorter it looks, the more likely they'll listen to it because they'll just think to themselves, ah, 30 minutes, that's not bad. I could listen to Jamie for 30 minutes, 42 minutes right now. Oh, well, before music. I, I have a feeling this is still going to lead to an hour because I, I still feel like talking. I still feel like talking, or I, like words keep coming out of my mouth, you know. Even though I'm trying to end this, I keep on like finding new points, and I keep talking about them. I, this is me just narrating exactly what I'm doing right now to you guys, and it's taking up more time. 43 minutes. We're at. 40. <laughs> okay, okay, all right, all right. This time for reals, for reals. I'm, 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 I'm ending it. Okay. Setting the intent there. The power of intent, dude. If you don't know about the power... I'm just kidding. kidding. I was about to go into another rant. About the power of intent, guys. The power of intent is so powerful. Like, if you clarify your intent, (laughs) it'll make it so much easier. Like, the clearer your intent, the more decisive you are. And the more you stick to your guns... (laughs) And the more you uh, uh, drop your inhibiting thoughts. And the more likely you'll be able to accomplish your goals. <laughs> <laughs> I like that I said the whole 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 sentence that I was trying to say, but I made it sound like I was just like adding in more bits and pieces. <laughs> I'm hilarious, dude. And if you want to get a little more of this, uh, uh, Jamie easy. J D. You guys could follow me on Instagram It's gonna be Rude Dude Jamie My Facebook page Is Woke Dude Jamie Facebook.com slash Woke Dude Jamie For now Uh I have a page on YouTube It's just Jamie Everything's got my name on it baby Um check that shit out. Working on it. Trying to watch less TV. I'll let you guys know what happens. Okay. Peace.